0: Welcome back to the Love Pod. Today, we are talking about House of Villains, and we are catching up on episodes one through three. Jordan, I have to thank you so much for bringing this show into my life. The level of joy I feel is comparable to Love is Blind season one.
1: Yeah, it's really exciting. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Like I saw people talking about it, and I knew Shake was on there, so it was related to Love is Blind, and I wasn't sure what I, how I was going to feel about it because I don't know who most of these people are because I am a reality TV <laughs> baby, but I love it. I think it's really fun. I love the drama and, like, just the over-the-top villainy.
0: It's fun. I really like it. I had such low expectations that I think anything above that would have been fantastic. But I'm glad to see so many people love this show. Let's get into episode one. Joel McHale. I love him.
1: I honestly don't really know him. I know like who he is, but I don't think I've ever watched anything that he's done.
0: I know him from, he did a talk show called The Soup, and it was a lot of clips. I'm trying to think of something comparable like a modern America's Funniest Home Videos, I guess, with some entertainment news thrown in there. But it's not like these long form, really cheesy home videos. It's clips from the internet that people have submitted. And he is so sarcastic and so quick-witted.
1: He's really funny. I've never seen The Soup. I've never watched that. But he is really funny. I do. I like him. He's got my kind of humor. I like him.
0: He just has that sarcasm and quick wit. I just love it. I would not have guessed that he would be the host, but I think he's perfect for it. You mentioned that you're reality TV baby. I think I'm somewhere just below veteran status. I know Johnny Fairplay, Bananas, obsessed with. I watched almost every season of The Challenge. Omarosa, obviously, The Apprentice, iconic. New York, love her. Corinne gets a lot of hate, but she's one of my favorites too. And then, of course, we all know and have mixed feelings about Shake. Obviously, I know Shake.
1: But I also, I knew Johnny Fairplay. I remembered him. I used to watch OG Survivor back in the day. So mm-hmm. I know Johnny Fairplay. And then I knew Omarosa. I'm not really sure why. I do think, like, my parents used to watch The Apprentice. so <laughs> Okay. I... <laughs> Maybe from there, but I knew who she was. So I don't know how, but I don't really remember the show. But I do remember her.
0: I know Shake was pretty controversial on Love is Blind. I didn't hate him. I just wasn't a big fan and like the way he talked about women. But I love him on this show.
1: He's different. But I think that he is so, Shake is so funny on House of Villains because he is just happy to be there. And that is my impression of him. He just like is always just kind of smiling like people are going around plotting and doing all this stuff. And Shake's just in the background, just cheesing, just happy to be included. And I love it.
0: I love he kind of gives me all the older kids who have their own secret playhouse and Shake is desperately (laughs) trying to join the club and he's going through initiation. Yeah, he just wants to be there. I'm always partial to Johnny Bananas, but I got to be a little bit Team Shake, obviously, because we love Love is Blind.
1: Yeah, a little bit, at least. We don't like Shake, but he is related to the origins of our podcast, so. And he's bringing
0: a different vibe to this show. It's very innocent. Now, I want to talk about, I don't know if you noticed the decor Mm -hmm. in the house. And I just, it is hilarious. The dinosaur, the throwback to... Flavor of, of love, flavor of Fleeve yeah. <laughs> it, It's perfect. Everything about this show is perfection.
1: I really like it. It's, uh, the house is so cool. I'm an, an interior design person. I love that kind of stuff. So they did a really good job. And I really like the little hidden room aspect to Yes. Me.
0: Yeah. The bookshelf.
1: Yeah, that was so
0: cute. I know. It's, I just love it. And the dolls. We'll talk about the dolls later, but the oh, little... Yeah cast dolls yes just excellent good job design team we Mm -hmm. we approve good job now the entrances okay so everybody kind of has like a normal entrance they do their little shtick they all have quick wit and know what to play for the cameras but then we have Omarosa and Corinne
1: yeah what about that I really I thought it was so funny because Omarosa is just like going around introducing herself to Shake and anybody else, but Corinne, does she just not like her from the beginning? She's just trying to play mind games with her. I
0: know. I don't know why, because I feel like Corinne is one of the least threatening in the house, but it felt so different from, like you said, her interactions with the other villains. And I didn't get it because if she was just like that as a whole, everybody should know who Omarosa was, which it was a different era of reality TV. Maybe that's just the character she's playing, but she went hard on Corinne. She really
1: did. And I love Corinne. I thought it was funny. It was just one of those off the bat, we're having some drama, but I liked it. It was fun. I liked how Corinne yelled at
0: her too, though. That was good. She is not afraid to stand her ground, that's for sure.
1: (laughs) And then she ran upstairs crying. (laughs) I
0: know. The fake tears. Maybe she could give some lessons to Andrew from Love is Blind.
1: Yeah, he needs to learn
0: how to fake cry like Corinne. You don't need Visine if you've got Corinne-level drama. Moving on, you had a really good point about Shake.
1: Yeah, in that initial scene where everybody's coming in and all of a sudden Shake is in this position where he could be teaming up with the two OG villains in the house and he's like, let me think on it for a little bit. Shake, what are you doing? And I think this whole the first two episodes, like, Shake's afraid to make a commitment. Shake's not used to this whole dynamic where you're having to make alliances and stuff. He's never had to do that before. But I think he really, he really messed up.
0: I agree. I feel like he thought he was on some different kind of show, or maybe they just didn't explain the rules to him. He just does every show blind. Yeah. But he's got a lot of making up to do. There are some people in the house who I think do not realize the competition Kind of reality tv shows and he is by far the most innocent on the cast
1: (laughs) (laughs) but he did good in the first challenge I thought like he wasn't afraid to kind of step up so we're going into the challenge but he he hit Jax's ball out early on
0: these challenges I don't know how they're normally gonna play out There could have been a level of athleticism. I mean, you saw Jax do it, but everybody else was kind of half-hearted about it. It'll be interesting to see if there's any future competition that has challenge level where they're jumping off buildings or they're running races. It doesn't seem like it, but I thought this was a fun one. Jax, another fatal error, just monster mashing the balls out of the arena. That didn't last long. It was funny because in his confessional, Banana said he strategically did not want to win. And then I think he is just so competitive that he was one of the last two in the challenge. And he could have won very easily.
1: Yeah, because that's the thing, like you said, every it, this was obviously an opportunity for a very physical challenge, but everyone was kind of just pulled back. It's almost like everyone was afraid to be the first one to win. Not Omarosa. <laughs> No, but they were all thinking very strategically about this. I thought it was a fun challenge. I thought Bobby was hilarious because he was
0: just going at it. (laughs) He was going after everyone's balls. Yeah, it was funny. You had the women kind of off to the side, not really into it. And then typical competitive guys, whether they're athletic or not, just going ham. And that was really funny. I mean, I don't think Omarosa moved once until she didn't even get Johnny's uh, banana's ball out.
1: No, like Jax came up behind her, right? And he like, he hits her ball. And so she moves to a different area, but she's still just standing
0: there. You know, she's Omarosa. So she's got a reputation to maintain. I think we'll see this in future challenges too. But she definitely doesn't lay low, but she doesn't put a lot of effort into these challenges either. And I don't. Necessarily think she needs to. Again, she is Omarosa and she's got a reputation. She is full on playing Omarosa.
1: Yes, and so she wins the first challenge, which came as
0: no surprise. So let's talk about the confessionals. I wrote one from Jax cheating every time is a learning experience. You know, we like to make fan merch. What would that even go on? Condoms? How is cheating ever a learning experience? We have not seen really any confessionals that I can remember from. Is it Amphisa? I don't even know how to pronounce her name because she is such a minor part of this show. She is.
1: Yeah, she's kind of just in the background doing yoga, but
0: maybe that's her game. That's what I was wondering, too. Do you think it's part of her strategy to just, I mean, not even lay low, lay non-existent? I kind of think it is because
1: if she does that, then no one's thinking about her. They're not thinking she's a threat or she's not. They're not really thinking about her at all. She's just sort of keeping herself out of everything right now. I kind of think it's part of her strategy.
0: Maybe she's smart and did research, but coming in from these shows, she's from 90 Day Fiance. So not a competition show. Well, I don't know. Maybe getting your fiance is competitive. But to really know the vibe of these kinds of shows, and I think she's either playing it insanely smart and is the most deadly one in this game, or it's just really freaking boring. Now, I forget, can you remind me, who did Omarosa choose to take on her reward, her luxury reward? Yeah, she
1: took Bobby and Tanisha.
0: Oh, that's right. Tanisha's really making out like a bandit in these luxury rewards. So is Omarosa. She really is i know little to nothing about tanisha on prior shows and i know nothing about bobby light but they are so entertaining they are yes and just from the little clips
1: that they'll show of them from their previous shows i want to watch them because they look great Tanisha, i keep forgetting kind of a little bit about tanisha But I do really like her.
0: There's so many shows now. You're right. I want to go watch all of these shows and their history and Vanderpump Rules. I'm not a big 90 Day Fiance fan, but I might watch Visa's season just to see what she's like.
1: Mm -hmm. But now
0: we have all these other spinoffs that we have. I know. There's so much to watch and so little time. I know. We can only podcast so much. And then we get to the nominations. Yes. So we see Corinne. Shake and Jax. Were you surprised by any of those?
1: I think that I wasn't surprised. I think maybe I was slightly surprised by Jax, mostly because I didn't know who else she was going to pick. Felt pretty sure she was going to pick Corinne. I kind of had a hunch she was going to pick Shake just because he kind of turned her down initially, but I didn't know who else she was going to pick.
0: I thought for sure Aunt Fisa was going in, and that whole speech possibly picking bananas i thought that was gonna be the double cross where she really showed her villain side but she kept her word and she has said i stab you in the front not the back but i also was not expecting Jax. he's such an entertaining part of the house not that shake and crew aren't but you know amphis is at this point not adding much why does it take us 2.2 episodes to get to an elimination right I
1: can't believe it took that long. I really thought we would know by the end of the second episode. So I was surprised that it didn't show it then. A couple of things that
0: are just asides that I wanted to comment on.
1: I had in my notes about the scene where they had that first failed group scene out back by the pool. I thought that was so funny. And then was it Jax that said, I'm just glad you're not Nick Lachey.
0: I thought that was hilarious. We're all glad he's not Nick Lachey. They did better in this season of Love is Blind, but they're hosting. It's just not Joel McHale. So we end on, I won't call it a cliffhanger. We know who the nominations are. And then we roll into episode two. Yeah, this is not your typical, your challenge house, your survivor cast, where they are into the rewards, the partying, the going out. They are not excited about any of this nonsense that happens after 9 p.m. Yeah, and they're ready to go to bed, and I respect that. Yeah, that is so relatable. I get it. It doesn't make it as entertaining, but I think they are so good at creating drama that they don't need help with alcohol, which they're really not into. There's no crazy drinking happening either, except for Bobby, which we will talk about. We'll get to that.
1: So speaking of creating drama. So we have that whole scene between Shake and Jax where Jax is talking about the money that he makes, I guess. Yeah. And Shake decides to take it upon himself to go up though so he goes upstairs and he's telling who about it. Oh man. Was it bananas? It doesn't matter. Whoever it was, he's talking about it and he doesn't make sure that
0: Jack's isn't listening. Such a rookie move, shake. Whoever is being discussed is conveniently right around the corner from whoever is discussing it. Just coincidentally and not related to production manipulation at all. It just happens that way. And so this bonds this feud, which is really weird because it's not a secret that Jax has money. He was talking about having money. I would think that this was for the show, except Jax sits there and says if he saw him out in a club or out in Hollywood, he would smash him or something. He would beat him up. So out there. It was so...
1: And he was saying that he would go back to prison for him,
0: sir. From what I've read about Jax from Vanderpump Rules that that is him kind of going back to his roots and that must be what he's known for. (laughs) I don't know if anybody wants to weigh in and share with us, but it seems like what we got for the most part from him on House of Villains is very different than his personality on his show. I also wanted to introduce you to, are you familiar with uh, Showmances? So Showmances also known as Paula Dicking, which was coined by the Challenge House, is when... Okay, so that's not a typo. No, that is absolutely... I put it in our outline. (laughs) That is not a typo. It is called Paula Dicking. And this is when... Paula Dicking. Yes. Okay. You create a relationship on the show. You create a little romance on the show strictly to either entertain or to move your game forward. Right, okay. So I just wanted to share this vocabulary with you, with the viewers, because we're starting to see a little bit of it with Bananas and Corinne, and the comment that Bananas makes about white Russians. Uh Uh-huh. So we're getting a little bit, he's giving it all. He's giving us the drama, he's giving us the competition. Bananas really always shows up, and I love it, and I'm so happy to share these terms with you because I think they're hilarious.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it. You might have to make me like a whole glossary of terms.
0: Yeah. Okay. We'll work on something. Maybe we can get a blog post up or something. (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. What did you think about the guest appearance by Carol
1: Baskin? Oh my gosh. I love it. I am obsessed with this idea of them bringing in other villains, the guest appearances. I love that. And I thought the Carol Baskin thing was perfect because she's so semi relevant. So that was a lot of fun. I
0: wish she joined the house. I really thought these guest appearances, and maybe later on they will, but I thought that they were going to be joining the house. Like somebody gets voted out, somebody comes in. They do that on Love Island. Mm. And I was so disappointed. All we got was Mm -hmm. like a video chat with Carol. I really, I was hopeful.
1: Oh, yeah, I hope they do that too. That'd be a lot of fun.
0: She did say, though, that she something about her being a hero, not the real villain. And I thought, Carol Baskin, there were no real heroes <laughs> on Tiger King. Every single one. Absolutely. But I really may, and we see other villains making appearances. So maybe one of them will join the house. I don't know. It looked like Spencer Pratt in the preview brought some luggage. Oh, I would love to see Spencer Pratt move into the house. No one's going to know who he is. I don't think anybody well, watched The Hills except maybe Corinne. Maybe. Maybe Shake. I mean, I'm 32. Shake's 33. It doesn't
1: seem like his kind of show. I don't know. It might not be, but it was definitely our time. I will say that. Laguna Beach and The Hills was 100% my
0: era of like MTV. So maybe. Yeah, we did not miss an episode in that dorm room. <laughs> then we talked about jake's Jake's. yeah that's yes. gonna be their couple name that's their showmans shake and Jax. we talked about bobby in the jacuzzi and then being drunk i need more of bobby drunk
1: oh my gosh he was so funny i loved it honestly i thought bobby was so funny i love his whole performance that he put on Going upstairs and, like, waking up the girls. I thought that was amazing. Actually, so my husband actually watched these first two episodes with me. So he was watching with me, and we were both cracking up over
0: that whole scene. The Johnnies egging it on. I loved it. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny how they can make something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. He went in there and was just on his bullshit. Corinne is not there for it. It is late. She's about the bedtime. But New York really the smallest things get to her and it's funny it is so funny it is really
1: funny and that's just like really consistent throughout the rest of the these two episodes two and three I think particularly because she is so upset about that whole thing the next morning and then she even ends up getting mad at Corinne for saying nothing happened I love it
0: As much as I wasn't a big fan of her in the beginning, she provides so much entertainment. It's hard not to like any of them because you know they're all known for being villains on their shows and they're trying to keep that Mm -hmm. reputation up. But it was so... I would have laughed hysterically if Bobby came in like... And then bananas egging him on and really inciting the whole interaction inciting the the chaos is (laughs) so i wish you watched the challenge it is so peak bananas that is what he's known for is egging it on but not actually participating it is perfection it was great did you notice their rooms no their individual rooms they look like frat rooms It looks like a a frat house where everybody's lived there and not done their dishes for weeks. There are clothes everywhere. There is just stuff all over the place. These people are adults. Is there something about joining together in a house with multiple people that makes everybody just decide they're not going to clean up after themselves?
1: Maybe so. It's kind of like when you're on
0: vacation and you just don't put anything away. At least I don't. I don't know. I try to keep my stuff organized, but... Yeah, I don't know. It just, I noticed it, and I was like, these, you know, they're talking about not wanting to party and going to bed. How about folding a shirt or putting your laundry away or washing a dish? That's true. That's true.
1: Okay, but we did miss, we did miss the Redemption Challenge. We skipped right over that.
0: Oh, that's right. That's
1: right. I want to talk about that because I thought it was funny. All right, so Shake, who did Shake pick? Now that I can't Shake remember. Shake picked
0: bananas. Corinne picked Bobby, Uh and then Jax picked Johnny Fairplay. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah. I loved that Fairplay sabotage. It was perfect. That's exactly what he should have done. It was perfectly on brand. And I I loved it. And I'm also happy that Shake won because I was honestly concerned that he would get voted out early. And I don't want him to. I want him to stick around. So I'm happy that Shake won. Yeah. Who knew we'd
0: want Shake in a house?
1: Never saw it coming.
0: No. And I thought, Jack's picking Johnny Fairplay. Amateur move. I know he didn't watch Survivor. I know he hasn't watched other people's shows. But he even mentioned sabotaging, I think in episode one or an earlier part of episode two. You hear him say it. He is very blunt about who he is and how he plays. And you're going to pick Fairplay? Of course you're not going to win. So the second that... The name Johnny Fairplay came out of Jax's mouth. I knew he was probably going home. There wasn't much beyond that. Agreed. (laughs) And I wasn't sure because Bobby Light, when Karim was driving, was just pointing and not really saying much. If he was trying to sabotage her. But in the end, it didn't matter. Because they're blindfolded. In case anybody didn't see this episode, they're blindfolded. So what is pointing going to do? when you're driving a car. And Corinne has already mentioned that she ran her dad over once, which checks out when you see her driving. But (laughs) I just, I can't with these challenges. They make a lot out of a little. They manage to provide a lot of entertainment for driving around in a golf cart.
1: Yes, they do. And so Shake wins the challenge. And then we go to... What did they call the room to, uh, figure that out for next time. But so they go into the like elimination room. And so we're choosing between Jax and Corinne. And I don't know about a lot of other shows like this, but I liked how the way that they did the elimination was very survivor style to me.
0: Yes. I thought the chairs were a hilarious touch. I like the little begging and pleading, even though they did a horrible job at it, why they should stay. But I don't think it was going to move Omarosa. I do like the way they do it. There's no other competition. Usually on the challenge, there's an elimination competition. We saw kind of that where Shake won, but it's not the final call. I do like that they leave it up to the winner of that challenge or the, the head villain. I need to see we do need a glossary because I know there's there's something that they call the winner of the challenge uh,
1: I think it's the super villain.
0: Thank yeah. you. Yes, the super villain for the week. And then they lead, leave us on a cliffhanger again.
1: Yeah, episode 2 and we still don't know who's going home
0: first. They better step it up with these eliminations. But I've read that there's only 10 episodes, and I don't know if I read it on a good source or not. It Mm. was probably on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. But it's not not a dragged out season. It's not like a love island where they've got – it just never ends. I think there's like 30 episodes each season, which is good. You don't want to get tired of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, if there's only 10 episodes, they've got a lot of eliminating to do. But now we're going to move into episode three and figure out who was the first elimination. And I mean, was were you surprised to see who got voted off?
0: No, not at all, because we had seen Jack's goes that chair flips into the wall. Omarosa shows no mercy, does not let him say goodbye. And I think if I was in that chair, I would probably have a heart attack. (laughs) That looks so scary.
1: I'm sure they knew what was going to happen, but yeah,
0: that was scary. Not only because we saw Corinne in the previews, but just because I think Omarosa really wants to play that up and feels like maybe, I don't know. I don't think she sees Corinne as a threat at all. So she's trying to get rid of people strategically. Though she did Mm -hmm. pick two people who you don't really see as a threat, like Shake and Corinne. Out of those three, I think that, Jax felt like the biggest threat, competitive-wise.
1: Definitely the biggest physical threat. And Corinne is really playing the card, though, really hard of I'm not a threat to you. So that's definitely her strategy.
0: And Jax, sorry to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. He is a good-looking <laughs> guy. He is. And Bobby, did you catch Bobby asking what unanimous means? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had to bring that up because it's so funny. It's very endearing. I don't know if he ever figured it out. Nobody explained it to him. Did you see? No, I don't know if I missed it. Was Anfisa in the room during the elimination? Was she so quiet that I didn't notice her?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember if she was there or not. I didn't notice
0: her in the room. The Mm -hmm. next time I saw her was walking out of the bookcase. okay. I don't know if she's just that forgettable. I feel so bad saying that. But I actually made a note. Where's Amphisa? Because I did not think she was anywhere to be found. No, I don't know.
1: I don't remember if she was there or not. And I mean, I just watched this episode, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's that forgettable. We literally watched it. I watched it until Mm 9. I think you finished around 8. And it's 10. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ampisa. I can't say if I like you or I hate you because I don't (laughs) don't know anything about you except that you are a 90 Day Fiance.
1: And then um, we have the dolls, the dramatic moment of taking the Jax doll and and putting him outside.
0: I know, my heart. It didn't really look like him to me. (laughs) No, it didn't. But I think it's... (laughs) It's so cute that they have little dolls of each of them. And I was wondering what they were for. I just thought they were decoration. I did notice that it was the cast. Uh But Bobby just taking the doll and setting him outside so gently. (laughs) It was the moment my heart broke. It's really funny. What did you think about New York overhearing Bananas and Corinne talking about nothing threatening?
1: Well, I think we're just starting to see a trend with New York that she's just creating drama where there is no drama. But that is really funny. And I liked how they had that. I can't remember. I have it in my notes. What did they call it? Delusion Dimension. They put an overlay on the screen and it said Delusion Dimension. Oh, yeah. When she was <laughs> when she was talking about how... She was, like, making it up in her head that he was talking about her somehow. I thought that was really funny. Nice touch. Yeah, but no, I have no, like, where did that come from? She just, she is very good at creating drama. That's for sure.
0: Yes, and it seems very on brand for these fights where somebody says something innocent. And on her show, they did that a lot where they would take things personally and make it into this big dramatic thing. So even though it is a little annoying, I also think it's funny because it gives us, like you said, more entertainment. She's really hitting the mark, whether it's her. I could see that being her real personality, taking things personally. But I also think if it is, she plays it up a lot for the cameras and I am here for it. I love New York.
1: Okay, so after all the drama dies down, everybody is ready to go to bed and in walks Joel with danielle staub from the real housewives of new jersey obviously originally dressed as satan
0: i know nothing about her do you do you watch real housewives
1: no i don't
0: yeah same
1: but yeah so when they figured out that it was real housewives i was like oh okay i have no idea who this is but i really liked the concept of the whole
0: masquerade party challenge i thought that was neat yeah that's very different from any other challenge i've seen you could tell they were not into it at all but at least i liked the mask i want a mask like that i don't have anywhere to wear it but they were really cool yeah they were cool did you notice that shake had a devil mask like that was his character uh yeah i think so it was
1: red i know that
0: (laughs) Yeah, I out of all of them. Because some of them, they were like kind of animal themed or butterflies. yeah. And then Shake just was the devil. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Omarosa. This woman cracks me up. So she, the bubble challenge, the first one, she's on the sidelines. And then she sits down the entire masquerade ball and doesn't talk to anybody until Danielle
1: goes over to her. Right, and she basically was saying, she was like, I'm not going to
0: win again. She's like, I'm not
1: putting that target on my back. She's like, I'm just going to sit down.
0: But she's also outing herself, because if anybody's going to just sit on the sidelines, it's not going to be one of the extra people that they have at the party. That's true. You know it's Omarosa. That is her go-to. So (laughs) you're outing yourself, and yeah, I guess if she doesn't want to win the challenge, she doesn't really care, but... I I cracked up because they're past the partying phase. They just want to go to bed. They're forced to have this party now. And Omarosa is not having it. She's going to do what she's going to do. And she doesn't care what else is going on in the house. So Omarosa is not about it. Doesn't want to win the challenge. And again, Johnny saying that he wants to lay low, but he can't help but wanting to win. So Bananas wins. No Mm -hmm. surprise there yes you mentioned did i mention or did you mention johnny shirt i think i might have done that you did yeah okay johnny fairplay's shirt and i wish i would have written down what it said it was an ode to himself basically like his wardrobe is ready to compete and he has his own merch and i bet it's for sale he is very i mentioned previously he's very active in the facebook group yeah,
1: I bet Johnny Fairplay has an Etsy shop.
0: <laughs> he probably does. He has a YouTube too, which if you haven't checked it out, they do an after show where they'll watch the episode and then talk about it live. And it's it's pretty good. And Jax is on the episode two one. Bananas is on this last one. It's very entertaining. It's almost as good as the show itself. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. Moving on. The house tour. So, Danielle pulls Shake aside to give a house tour, which was very odd and random. It was random. I feel like all this was unplanned. And why Sha- Shake? doesn't know what he's doing there. He he pointed out the lip chair of all the things. <laughs> Shake is giving
1: this tour and he also didn't know who she was. And everybody else is like, why
0: is he giving her a tour? <laughs> Thinking that they, they had some kind of relationship and it's just, no. She chose him to give the tour and when they started talking about how she was looking in all their bedrooms and was giving tour of the bedrooms, I thought for sure she was looking for a room to move into. They keep teasing me. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think that. I'm waiting for somebody else to come in. The drawing out of the eliminations makes me think that's not going to happen. And that's just how they're showing it to be in the previews. Mm-hmm. But I was for sure she's moving in. She's looking for where she's going to sleep. Her luggage is outside. They're going to wake up in the morning because they all go to bed. They don't care that she's there. They don't say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) But then she gets in the car and leaves.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was an it was a weird scene, but it was. Oh, and then she told Bobby. What was she told Bobby? Something about how she needed he needed to let people finish
0: talking before he started talking or something. Such a random piece of advice. I did not catch what she said. It, they had talked about her having a relationship with somebody. Was that Bobby Light, is, who she knew from the same social circles in New York, New Jersey? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It was... So maybe, maybe it was a friend thing to do.
1: Maybe so. He didn't seem to. No, he wasn't upset. Busted
0: about <laughs> it. Yeah. He was just like, all right, shut up. Uh-huh. And then while Shake is giving this house tour, of course, they're upstairs, so everybody's going to talk about Shake because he's not in the room. I was surprised he wasn't around the corner to hear it. But they're talking about how messy Shake is. I think that's very on brand.
1: Uh, Yeah, 100%. I think I wrote down when I was taking notes, I put, Shake is messy, no surprise. It's not. If,
0: when they were talking about messiness, I'm thinking about, and he says in his interview, I know he's an only child. He obviously is not married. So yes, of course he's the messy one. And somebody has to clean the toilet after he uses it. But they're all pretty messy. Maybe he's just a different level of it. But I guess so. He does redeem himself cleaning when the reward is going on. So that was nice. Good for you, Shake. Way to step up, Shake. Okay, so the house tour. Then they're just kind of hanging out. There's nothing going on the next day. They're working out. And we actually hear from Amphisa.
1: Yeah, she wants to work out with Johnny Bananas
0: all of a sudden. Shocking! Johnny Bananas wins and Amphisa shows up? Does she think that she's actually on the chopping block? Because she didn't try to kiss Omarosa's ass the week before. I think she felt like she was safe
1: with Omarosa.
0: Okay, I don't know.
1: They're roommates, right? And I think that in that first episode, they had a little conversation. So I think she felt like she was safe with Omarosa, but I guess she felt like she had to make friends with
0: Bananas. I'm not even convinced that Anfisa lives in the house. (laughs) So I don't know who she's rooming with. She's like the ghost who just kind of wanders around quietly and goes on the outskirts of where everybody else is. I don't know what's going on with this woman. What I do know is that the camera team really loves her ass they really do calm yourselves we get it she's a good-looking woman she's very fit we get it we talked about showmances and the definition of showmance we see corinne flirting with bananas and the beginning of our very first showmance on house of villains
1: i'm excited
0: how do you think this is going to play out
1: well they teased you know in the beginning there's kind of like a little love triangle With Bananas and Corinne and and Anfisa. Oh, what's her name? Yeah. (laughs) Ghosty. (laughs) Yeah, ghosty girl. So it's interesting. I'm excited to see where it goes. It's kind of cute. I like
0: it. It is. I do hope there is drama between Corinne and Anfisa so that maybe we see Anfisa talk. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. I love, I'm obsessed with the little clip of her from 90 Day Where she's yelling about the makeup bag. I am obsessed with that clip. I love it. Yeah.
0: We know she talks. We know (laughs) that she has a personality. We're just not seeing it yet. That's why I think maybe she's the dark horse of the season. Like maybe she studied. What if she watched every single show that all these people have been on? She took notes and she's just quietly starting to insert herself. That's my theory. It's a good theory.
1: I'm, I'm going to back you up on that theory. I think you might be right.
0: Well, well we can't make a friendly bet because we're on the same side of the coin. But <laughs> if anybody wants to take us up on that bet, we will, if we're wrong, we will gift you a Love is Blind Golden Goblet. How about that? Very good. So leave a comment if you think we're wrong about Amphisa and she's just going to continue to play Ghost Girl. And if you're right... You get a glass you get a glass and you get a glass and only one of you gets a glass but leave us a comment
1: right so we go so everybody is trying to get johnny bananas on their side but he goes and chooses tanisha and omarosa to go on the reward thing with him which i was really surprised by
0: i know johnny is very strategic in his moves and games But that one surprised me too. I was thinking he was at least going to take, if not Corinne, Bobby Light. But yeah, he took... And his justification for it was very smart. You take a friend and you take an enemy.
1: Mm. And
0: then you keep Omarosa from talking shit about you in the house. That was really smart. I think everybody was surprised by that. I think Tanisha and Omarosa were surprised by that. I think they were too. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, so... I thought he might actually take New York so that New York wasn't running her mouth about him. But he had the same idea with Omarosa. Yeah. What did you think about New York's outburst when he made the announcement?
1: So she said she said that she didn't think he was going to take her anyways. But that's the only reason that she came down there, basically. And in this whole episode, she's like basically upstairs saying that she doesn't feel good, right?
0: Yeah, she has some kind of colds or she's in bed 90% of the time when we see her in the house anyway. Yeah. She's got some kind of crud going on.
1: (laughs) Yes. But anyways, once again, drama. She just pulled drama out of
0: her hat. I liked it. Then we get to this reward. And when I see the setup with the picnic and the animals and the therapy, I think producers were really hoping that Johnny was going to take Corinne and there was going to be a little bit of a date going on. Either they didn't know Johnny Bananas or they couldn't convince him otherwise. True, Because it looked like peak Corinne's setup. She's always talking about her dog. Then we see that it's not actually horses, but it's puppies, which made my day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Puppies.
1: I was so excited. I thought it was cute. There wasn't a lot really happening other than, so they were talking about blindside.
0: Yes, the blindside. Mm-hmm. I don't know why listeners would be listening to this episode if they don't watch House of Villains, but in case they don't, do you want to explain the concept?
1: Yeah, so, okay, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but basically, Banana's whole play was he wanted to make someone or more than one someone think that he was going to put them up for elimination and then end up putting someone else up for elimination that maybe thought that they were safe. So this
0: is a very well-known challenge move it's basically just emotional manipulation right and bananas excels at it but you nailed it bubbles and blind side because they were drinking the champagne and we will add that to our glossary of reality tv terms (laughs) perfect i did think omarosa talking about she was going to fake shock at whoever he nominated Oh yeah, was so funny because we didn't actually see her do it, and I thought because they were taught, they showed it that we would see some big reaction.
1: Oh no, she did though.
0: Did I miss that?
1: I think she did because I think they were talking about Anfisa. Like I said, they're roommates, right? And so when Bananas called out Anfisa, she said something like, "Oh, you're coming from my roommate." She made a comment.
0: Oh, that's right. I thought it would be a. I guess, a more noticeable or bigger thing. Yeah, it wasn't a big thing, but it was there. I feel like I missed the moment, but I'll still do it anyway. It's Lexa, my dog, one of my dogs' seventh birthday today. Oh. Her gotcha day. We celebrate her gotcha day because I don't know when her actual birthday is.
1: Oh, happy birthday, Lexa.
0: Because we were talking about puppies and I just wanted to give her a shout out on the podcast. I know it's silly and she'll never know, but I had to do it. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah.
1: Okay, so speaking of puppies, Bobby got really upset when they got back to the house and they told them, they told him about the puppies and he was upset because he missed his dog. I know. That
0: was so, it was sweet. It was overdramatic. I totally understand. If it were me, I would. Relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would demand to let my dogs come with me to the house. Yes. And I'm not doing it otherwise. But yes, poor Bobby. And he thought he might be going, too. The way Johnny was talking about it, he thought he might be going. And then we
1: also have Shake Cleaning, which we talked a little bit about earlier. But I wanted to mention it again only because I'm pretty sure that was an ad placement. You think? Yes. He was using a specific cleaner that I see a lot of ads for on TikTok. He was using Cintiva. And I think it was ad placement.
0: You know, I've read about them doing that. And I know on the challenge, sometimes they will, they haven't done it really lately, but they'll have a reward or prize sponsored by, back in the day, it used to be like a year's worth of Burger King or movie tickets. And everybody would get so fake excited. Oh my God, Burger King for a year. I know they do product placement. Sometimes I didn't think it was that hidden. I didn't know they would do stuff like that, but I also don't. You know, I'm not big with TikTok, so I missed the whole Centiva trend.
1: And it may just be, honestly, it may just be my For You page, because I watch a lot of, you know, the TikTokers that are just like cleaning things? Yes. I watch a lot of those. Okay. And a lot, <laughs> a lot of them do that, have that product placement in their videos. So I just noticed it because I was the same brand. So I thought it might have been. It was very subtle, though, if it was.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. I could see it. We've got to do some deep diving and see if they are maybe a sponsor of the show. I want to watch, as we watch the season, I'm going to try and pay attention to if there's any other product labels showing. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Okay. Note gate. Note gate. We have a mysterious note threatening bananas. What is that all about?
1: So, do you think he wrote it?
0: Oh, I know he wrote it. Okay. <laughs> Let's be clear he didn't physically write the note. He has done this on a prior season of The Challenge. He had, he planned so far ahead. I think he had his sister or a friend of his write the note, so not in Guy's handwriting, and brought it with him to the house to plant.
1: Wow. Now that is some pre-planning.
0: That is some excellent supervillain work.
1: That is some Johnny Fairplay type planning.
0: And it hasn't been confirmed that he wrote the note, right? right? It hasn't come to light. Yeah, we don't know yet. But again, I would bet many, many dollars and many, many cents on Johnny having written the note. Because the only other person I could have seen it coming from, and I don't know if you had a different opinion, Jordan, but would be New York.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I thought. And a lot of it was because she was so absent. I think maybe she was actually sick during this episode. Yeah, I think so too. They didn't approach her about it at all. And they approached both of the other girls that were there. So... I had thought maybe it was her. I do think him writing it is more likely because I think it could really tie back into the whole blindside thing because he was really making it seem like he thought Corinne had written it and he was going to put her up for elimination.
0: And I think New York was sick, too, because Omarosa made a funny comment when they were drinking champagne about Dom killing COVID, RSV, all these viruses, just as a joke. But I don't think that would have come up out of nowhere. Right. And then they really do go hard on Corinne having written this note. Johnny, again, egging on drama without really participating too much in the drama, letting Corinne just go off about this note. And then Tanisha made a note that she was like fatal attraction, obsessed with bananas. Corinne swears on her dogs that she didn't write the note. And then in the interview, the producers called her a sad monkey. That is so mean. I know. That was so mean. And she was shocked that they said that. Right. She really rolls with the punches too, though. She was just, you know, <laughs> making like the monkey kind of impersonation.
1: <laughs> yes, but she put on quite a show. She was very upset.
0: Very, very upset. They all know what they're there for. And they're really yeah. doing a great job at it. And then, like you said, we go to the nominations and we think Corinne is a shoe in hmm But that doesn't happen. No. So who's up for nominations this week?
1: All right, so we start out with both New York and Anfisa, which I think New York was no surprise. They had beef, apparently. I'm not sure where it came from, but they had it. And then Anfisa, eh, you know, sure, why not? You know, she doesn't say anything, so why not put her up? We have this whole move where he acts like he's going to put up Corinne, and she's just, like, really upset. And he's like, nah, Bobby's going in
0: hmm So I think the New York nomination came out of her delusions mm-hmm. where she came for Johnny because she thought that he was talking about her. hmm So yes, like you said, no surprise. And not doing anything for me anyway. We all knew he was gonna blindside. He talked about it, he explained what it was, mm-hmm. he agreed with Omarosa and Tanisha. Mm-hmm. But I did not expect, he even blindsided me, because I did not expect, Well, I knew it wasn't going to be Corinne, I didn't think he was going for Bobby Lake.
1: No, I didn't either. That hurt
0: me. I thought it might be Shake. Oh,
1: yeah. That would have made more sense. Because they're roommates. I actually think that I had thought in my back of my head, I was like, it could be Shake, because I don't know, and this is probably like just a really random prediction, but I feel like Shake might go home kind of early.
0: I know. I think that too, just because he's a bit out of his league in gameplay- He is smart, so maybe he'll catch up. But I think him cleaning was kind of his way of trying to put himself in the good graces of the house. That's not going to do it for them. You need to make these alliances. You need to step up. You need to create more drama. You can't just be hanging out. Apparently you can just be hanging out because Anfisa is still there. But he's got to step it up a little. He's just kind of cleaning is nothing for these guys. They're probably not going to notice. And they're going to still talk trash about how he pees on the (laughs) toilet seat. Yeah. What guy doesn't? Exactly. Now who, I wrote this in the notes, but I can't remember. I think it was Bobby Light. Did he call bananas a saber tooth hammerhead bastard? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe? I'm pretty sure it was Bobby Light. And I I just <laughs> want to use this as an insult once in my life. I don't know in what context. I don't know to who, but I have it in my back pocket.
1: You'll find a way to slip it in somewhere.
0: Where there's a will, there's a way. Exactly. Maybe. Oh my God, how amazing would it be if we talked to Bobby late and he had, we did not warn him it was coming. And I called him that. That is now my dream. I've had a lot of other dreams in my life. This is going to the top of the list. I support it. And then I liked Joel McHale's comment about Amphisa. <laughs> he said, that was the most we've heard you talk all season. Because I'm glad someone called her out. Mm -hmm. it wasn't just us i think also plays into her strategy that we're seeing her be quiet and that even the host notices yeah because that means she's not talking behind the scenes either
1: right so yeah that's where we ended up
0: right that's it we are on another cliffhanger i hope it's not another full episode before we get to an elimination oh my gosh
1: I hope it's not either. Because
0: we still have to have the elimination challenge where somebody wins and then they have to go to the room and do their whole shtick. We might not see until episode five, who's going home. This is a little much for me.
1: Yeah, because these episodes are weekly, right? They need to announce it at the end of episode four. I'm hoping maybe the first bit was just to build up a little bit of anticipation and hype for the show, maybe. Come on.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought too. Like maybe they want to keep people watching. They want to. Keep... Now I'm just, I'm still going to oh, watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to watch. I'm obsessed with this show. But now I'm like, let's go. Yes. Come on. They could have gone straight from the nomination. Well, they have to have the challenge. But if it goes to episode five, I'm going to call the producers Sabretooth Hammerhead Bastards. And yes. that will be my tie in. That's it. We've got nothing else till next week, episode four. Nope. That's it. We will be back. To talk about the rest of the next episode. And make sure you not only follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever the hell it's called. Apparently, we do have a TikTok, so I will figure out that login sometime this week and follow us there ahead of time because Jordan is gonna be our TikTok queen. Yes, I've got some ideas. At LovePod Podcast, it's the LovePod Podcast on Facebook. Everything else is just LovePod Podcast. Please, please, please join us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you use, and give us a five-star review. Leave some kind words. And if you don't like the show, don't do any of that. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming. Have a lovely week. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye.